Is that Mr. Eric Freeman, a.k.a. Ricky from Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2? Yes, it is. There is a God. Shut up. Shut up. Quit making noise. Shut up. Ah! Oh, murder weapon. I gotta talk about murder weapon. If I were HP, I'd take a giant shit in the hallway every day. Avocado jokes. Why? Great. That's certainly not a Conan the Barbarian sword. That's really nice toy. Uh, so, how was Florida? Um, good. It was great. Um, makes me hate Ohio all the more, but whatever. I it's depressing coming back to this shit weather, <laughs> and just this is exceptional even for Ohio. Oh, it is. Oh, this is yeah. This is. Cheery, but I just like the warmth. I like warm, and this is slop. This is just slop. Having said that, whatever, I'm not going to... Well, I am going to bitch. <laughs> oh, there we, will, oh, there will be bitching. Yes, that's what we do. But, it, I mean, having said that, you know, in the afternoons down there, uh, it got to be like you're lathered in butter on the surface of the sun. That's what it felt like. So, I mean, there is... That's the trade-off. I mean, in... In the summer down there, it's like the worst part of winter up here to where it's like you it, you shouldn't be outside. It's that stifling hot. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was great. We had a, we had a great time. We're, we're Disney people. Like if we would still live down there, um, we would probably try and finagle an annual, like a pass holder, like a Disney pass holder deal to where residents get a deal and all that stuff. We love Disney so much. Uh, it makes me, Makes me feel like a kid again instead of a grumpy old man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was great. I mean, the, after a while, because we were the first part of the trip, we were finishing up renovating this condo that we're going to be running out. And, um, that got to be stressful because we're all on top of each other and mom and dad are busy working and they're, you know, wanting to play. And if they're playing by themselves, they're typically, you know, misbehaving. And so, you know, we got to entertain them and now it's like, oh, now it's another trip to Target or another trip to Goodwill or another trip to here and there. And it's, it's just hurting cats because, you know, especially a place like Goodwill to where you're, you know, just trying to find some just little odds and ends and there is it's, it's just shit sprawled everywhere. So it's like touch, 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 grab, 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 bumping into people and, ugh, ugh. So. Oh, I, we did some shopping yesterday with the boys and, or day before yesterday, whatever. I was just like... I'm not, not doing this anymore. I'm done with it. Yeah. Because uh, Corbin, Holden will be fine, but Corbin's just a maniac. I mean, yeah. he literally, you're just, why, do you, why, why are you doing this? What is wrong with you? Like, I grabbed a two liter of Diet Pepsi. Here, carry this. And what's the first thing he does? Drops Puts it. Puts his mouth on top oh, of the, yeah. just, blah, 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 like, why? Why, yeah. dude? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's, that's our uh, youngest. That's our youngest right there. But, uh, you know, it, there was enough good. Oh, and then, uh, you know, I bought SBF 70, 70 and lathered it on and out to the beach. We went one morning in the AM and, uh, we stayed there till, oh, probably 11, 15 AM. And I was burnt, like burnt. And I'm like, what, what did I do wrong? Well, I went into the saltwater ocean to swim for a bit and it must have washed it all off. Because my ass got cooked. I mean, it was miserable. And then, you know, you just have to try and get some sleep at night, 
being burned, and then you have to work the you know shopping and just decorating and phone calls and ah, and I you know here I am complaining about being down in Florida, you know, but it was still it was still trying. Um, I will right. say this, uh, jumping to Disney real quick, is uh, we went on Slinky Dog's da- Slinky Dog Dash, which is the new roller coaster at Toy Story Land, which is really cool. Um, and you know we're on this. It's kind of a kids ride, but it's really it's a really fun ride. Um, but after like one or two hills, I just looked over. I'm like, oh, there's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, right, right there. You can see all of it, and it's just incredible. Incredible. It's not open yet. It's not open till August. But it's there, and you can see it on this ride. And oh my lord, does it look awesome, man! I mean, just it's Star Wars, um, and the same over at Magic Kingdom when we were on a goofy barnstormer roller coaster, and we're like, oh, there's the Neutron coaster going in, and it's so badass looking. This like that Neutron coaster, yeah, huh? Tron roller coaster going in there, right by Space Mountain. So it's part of the. Can future. we possibly maybe finally get the third installment that they talked? You about? know, I, seriously, like I think it's coming out, and I think they're going to. Disney takes forever to open things up in their parks, and so this is at least I would guess 2020 that it'll open. So you never know. I mean, that would be the time to do something Tron esque. But I know that there is a Tron coaster in I think Tokyo. And this, it's that. It's basically, they just, it's that roller coaster over in Disneyland, Hong Kong. They're doing the exact same thing over here. But bring it on, because in a couple of years, I mean, we're Disney people, so in a couple of years, hopefully we'll get back there to Galaxy's Edge and Tron and... Sweet. Yeah, but anyway, that's, everybody has their thing, and I know it's stressful and... I swear way, way, way more than I typically normally do on a daily basis when I'm in those parks because it's so stressful and aggravating. But once you get on that ride and you put the lap bar down and you just, ah, I'm, I'm a princess again. (laughs) Sweet. Yep. Well, uh, oh man, how long has it been since we recorded now? Two weeks? Oh yeah, it's been a good two weeks. Crazy. I, uh, I went to Walmart. Yes, by the way. <laughs> this is a good uh, juxtaposition there. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. You went to Disney World, I went to Walmart. <laughs> uh, to pick up a prescription for my wife. And, you know, when you're at those places, you're supposed to stand back from the people in, that are getting served, you know, so you can't hear what they're talking about. Uh, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You gotta stand back like 10 or 15 feet or whatever. So, of course, there's a long line, and I waited, and there's four or five people behind me then, by the time I got up to that part, and there was a guy ahead of me who's, oh, maybe mid-twenties, I'd say, and I'm just kind of standing there, and I'm just kind of waiting, and I'm looking at my phone, and whatever, and the guy finishes up what he's doing, and he turns around, and he takes, like, two steps, and stops and stares at me, and I go, I, I give him, out. this might be hard for the just the people that can't see on Skype because it's going to be a lot of facial expressions, but it, Eugene will get it. That look of a total stranger that kind of looks at you that you, you know, like if you walk around a corner or something at Walmart, are you going to look at him like, oh, do I know you? No, I don't. And I just went, mm, like, hey, eh. you know, hey. Yeah. And then he, I go back to looking down and he takes kind of another step and he looks directly at me, like in my face. And I go, Oh, like, huh? Oh, now, 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 now we are engaged in something's going on here. Yes, and I, I, mean, I was like, I didn't know the guy, so I was just like, oh. What? And he goes, "Are, are you in line?" And I go, "Yeah, yeah, I was next in line." 
and he puts his hands up like this, and I go, oh, uh, what's up? And he goes, what? And I go, <laughs> what? And, and he, and then he huffs off. Huh. And I'm at this point, I'm so confused about what's going on that I, I literally just turn to the person in line behind me to see like, did, did I fuck up? Did I do something? <laughs> you know? And I didn't even say anything. I didn't even get to ask the question because I turned around and looked at the lady behind me, her jaws on the floor. And she goes, what in the world was that? And I go, I don't know. I, I have no clue what just happened. Now, how big, like, what size, like, is this a big, burly, like... No. Oh, I wasn't afraid of him. Okay. But I didn't know I was in a confrontation. I, I was so confused by the situation that yeah. I just, I was, oh, what? I, and I even said to the guy as he was walking off, I was like, what, is something up, man? Like, I wasn't, I said, I'm, I wasn't being a jerk. Like, do, do you need something? Or, And he just went, Phew, and stormed off. I, dude, I... <laughs> What? I have no clue what was happening, but I, like I said, I turned to the lady behind me and she was just, what in the world was that? And I even, after I went and got my stuff, I turned around, went back to the lady, total, uh, both total strangers. I said, I really wish I would have known I was in a confrontation because I was so confused by that. Like I would have made a scene. Yeah. If I could go back and do that over now. <laughs> the fly into the spider's web. You know, yeah. so every once in a while, one of those walks into your web and you got to let them have it. And that would have been the perfect time for me to cap the nice guy shit and just go off on this yeah. fool. Especially because, yeah, I, I understand like where it, that's so bizarre and random. You're like, wait, what's going on? And then it's it's done as soon as it's It's over. And yeah. then I felt stupid. I'm like, oh, <laughs> dude, I was livid when I was leaving there. I was so angry. So I'm still trying Just, to figure out, like, maybe, like, it's putting yourself in this creep's shoes. Like, so what do you think he was upset about? Like, I'm not I'm trying to, like, that whole story there. What what did he not like? I, I have no idea. I did nothing wrong. I didn't do anything. I didn't even... I wasn't staring him down or anything. I think that's maybe what he thought, that I was staring him down. Yeah. But I just glanced up from my phone, and he was looking at me. Like, locked eyes, and I just was like, again, here's the total interaction. I went, oh, like, hey, hi, you know, whatever. And then he steps and increases the interaction, steps forward, and are you in line? He asked me, are you in line? Well, I'm right behind. I, I looked around, I'm right behind you. Yes, I'm, I'm in line. What? <laughs> could like, the I, guy I, have been on drugs, or could he have been, like... I think he was off his meds, is my guess. Yeah. I don't know. I do not know. But I was just like, Walmart, you're great. Uh, this is Millersburg Walmart, so, I mean, he's a he's a townie, probably. I have no idea. Oof. I have never seen the guy before in my life. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean, though, about how you could just, if you could just hop in that DeLorean and just redo that one time, just what oh. would you... <laughs> I might have laid him out. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I'm curious what... Yeah, I was... Yeah. Oh, Walmart. Walmart. So, you want to talk about some movies? Yeah, or? let's... Yeah, I mean, I was actually a bit nervous that... Because I, I, I barely got anything watched on, on the trip. Especially once we got to Disney, it was... You know, we would get back from parks and we would just crash. But while we were at the condo, you know, we were... I had to set up TVs, and so I got a little bit watched there, but even then it was like the volume was turned way down. 
down so the kids wouldn't hear. Um, but, uh, oh, and it, it, actually, because of that, I, uh, uh, here's another thing is, I have my last little bitch session here. Uh, I have such awful luck air traveling. Like, I'm just, I'm just, just waiting for a final destination to, to cap my ass. I'm just, just <laughs> like, every time we travel, it's like, okay, well, what, what bad thing is going to happen? And I, I shouldn't be looking for it, but it just, it finds me. It, the bad air travel luck finds me. So the, the trip down was Southwest. So I was like, we're good. Southwest's awesome and smooth sailing. No problem. Uh, that landed early. Actually, we, that was great. The flight back, however, uh, I'm like, hmm, it's in, and it's in Florida and in especially Orlando area. I'm not sure how the, the weather systems collide, but like, Sarasota is different than Orlando. Like Orlando, every day torrential downpours and thunderstorms in the afternoon, uh, and it just that's just the way it is. And so we got used to that at the park. So it's like, okay, well, as soon as lunch is done, we're beelining it back to the uh, hotel because guarantee it's going to start raining, and it would. So our plane was scheduled to leave at eleven forty-five a.m. So we're like, we're good, we're good to go, and. Um, Get on the plane, we're and I'm like, oh, there's just it's dark clouds. I'm like, oh fuck, we're oh, come on, let's take off. And Sir Captain got a little bit of an issue here with the fuel pump, but blah 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 blah. blah, blah. We're gonna have to get it checked out. It's probably nothing. And then we're gonna get have to fill out some paperwork. And I'm like, oh, oh, the the paperwork translation. This is gonna take a long time. And mm-hmm. then and then and then we're gonna real quickly be on our way. I'm like. No, that means at least an hour. Now, we're sitting on this plane guaranteed at least an hour. And um, they finally got that done. Hey, the paperwork's all done, but there was a lightning strike. So we can't back out of here. Whatever excuses. So hour two, stuck. I'm like, and now it's just, it's raining and miserable. And I'm like, we are not going to get out of here. And I'm like, do I have to cause a scene to get off this plane? Because I hate flying with a passion. But luckily we were... Finally, after two hours, there was a chubby little baby behind, behind me screaming for pretty much the entire time. But this is my comeuppance. This is, this is, take your licks, Eugene, because I had a good time before. So it's like, this is your pay, this is payment. This is, this is what it costs for you to have fun. You're going to have a miserable shit trip home. Just deal with it, Eugene. <laughs> well, and you got to remember, at least you're not driving. Yeah. That's, that's a solid 16 hours. Yeah. So then we finally took off and, you know, then I, that was fine. But, uh, anyway. Uh, I prepared for awful air travel because that's what happens to me. So I, uh, I'm listening to the audiobook of Stephen King's The Stand for a second time. And, uh, it is just outstanding. Still my favorite book of all time. I mean, and I'm only 400 pages in and I'm like, this is the oh, is that best. All? Yeah, that's it. Uh, of 1200 pages. And I'm like, it's still so good and so even relevant today, like it doesn't feel dated, which is mm-hmm. odd, but the way he wrote the book, it just, it doesn't feel like, Oh, this is one that was written in the early or the late seventies. It, it's not. So anyway, there's my, no, I'm done. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And are you ready for the roulette? Let's do it. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of The Roulette, it is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone up against The Sting, and you are up first, sir. Okay, so I'm going to just start by saying, this is a great movie. However, I watched it on my computer, so man, this is in Florida. 
Um, it was either that or watching it with pretty much no volume. And I'm like, I'll, I'll take my little earbuds and my computer versus watching it almost on mute on the TV while the kids are trying to sleep in the, in the room beside us. Right. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, having said that, I can't wait to watch this again on a bigger screen and, you know, whatever. But I still, that did not, well, it may have diminished the enjoyment level a little bit, but it, it's still, whatever. It's still a great movie. Um, you're, I mean, I echo everything that you've already said. I love the, I don't want to get too much into spoilers because seriously, like, I've never seen this and this is so twisty turny. Um, I don't want to spoil too much. Uh, but dear God, the acting is so good in this movie. Um, especially like Robert Redford, I think was my favorite. I'm not, who, who was your favorite? My, Robert Redford was my favorite character. It's it's hard to tell between the two. I, both of them were fantastic. Uh, Paul Newman, they worked so good together. And even I forget his the Jaws guy. I always forget it. Robert, Robert Shaw. Shaw. I'm like just how the con gets started and uh, it's cool and the music is cool and it's just got this 70s old Hollywood feel. Yep, kind of like the Godfather movies. You know what the like the yes. big oh, Hollywood. Yeah. That's what this felt like. And it, at two hours and ten minutes. I wasn't bored. I had to split this up into a couple nights, uh, but I wasn't bored ever. It was, again, I was, I was like, I feel like I should be watching this on a bigger screen instead of my computer. Um, but I, that's all right. I'm sure you'll pick up the Blu-ray now. Yes, I will. Yep. And I, I think you can get the Blu-ray for like 10, 11 bucks. So it's not, you know, right. when, when you add that to the rental charge that I pay, it's, that's fine. But it's just, it's funny that, um, <laughs> that the, it all starts with this, $11,000. Like, it's, it's not that much money. Like, it's just, <laughs> back then it was. <laughs> yeah, back then it was, but it was like, that, what? It's not like, this isn't Ocean's 11 or whatever where it's <laughs> million dollars or a hotel. It's like $11,000. Like, that's, that's a Ford Focus, you know? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's kind of funny. Yeah, but every, right. And then, like, then every now and then, like, uh, Ray, Ray Walton, mm-hmm. Walston, Walston, he pops up. Uh, and I, I've always liked him, like, in the, uh, oh, he was, in, he was in Lost in Space, and he's just, like, one of those character actors, that like, he's been in so many things, and he was the announcer guy, and it's, uh, just cool, big thumbs up. Like, I would give this probably four and a half stars, four, four and a half stars. Wow. Upon, oh, That's it was great. Awesome. It was great. I mean, upon rewatch, I want to watch this again, and I watched it by myself. This is one where I actually think that my wife would... Would like oh, that it. was going to be my next question. It was by myself because she was busy, you know, just finishing stuff up from the day and showering and all that. So I'm like, this is when I'm going to watch this. Um, but you think she would like it? I think so. I mean, she really likes, she loves the Oceans movies. And while this is different than that, uh, and especially be, like she likes the new, new movies. This is that classic early 70s, whatever. But I think that it's relatively clean, you know, PG. I, I think that she would, yeah, she might not love it, but she would, she wouldn't be Mr. Science Theater, theatering it beside me. Right. right. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. That's thrilled because that is, that, that movie is in my top 100 of all time. And I can see why, I mean, it just, you can t- tell that that's a, one of those movies that most people like it's, I, I, I'm hard pressed to find anything I didn't really like about it because it's, it was cool. It just, it oozed 70s cool. And I like that. <laughs> Nice. Well, sometimes you should give uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid a chance too, because same director and those two guys in it—they they just work together like magic. Yeah. Do you think that 
That's not as good as the sting, the sting, though, right? I prefer the sting, but it's still a damn good watch. Yeah. Yep, good time. That was a good movie. Okay, over to me. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I have notes. Lots and lots of notes. And I'm just going to read through them, and if there's anything you want to touch on, then we can touch on them. Because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to remember uh, every little thing about this. Oh, and surprise, surprise, our second segment, we're going to talk a lot about Harry Potter, because I watched every damn one of them, uh, and took notes on all of them. So, let's just start off with Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Note one. Fuck muggles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, note two. Do muggles know what Hogwarts is? Why not just let them read, let him read the damn letter? <laughs> if they know it's an invite, then you'll be free of the kid you hate. I'd think you'd be happy, so they must not know? Then why not let them have the letter so the letters stop, which is what's annoying you so much? I just didn't understand the motivation there. Like, yeah. we did, hate you, Harry. We hate you, but you're going to stay here. But you did know? you, upon watching all the other movies, did they, like, because it's, especially in the books, it's kind of, it's explained more that. And, and I answer some of my own questions okay. in the later notes. So just go on this journey okay. with me. Uh, next note, Hagrid is the best. Uh, next. Ah, so they knew about Hogwarts. See? I'm going along on the journey. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Uh, so is magic like midichlorians? What I mean by that, some people are wizards and witches and some aren't. How do you, like, just, yeah. it's just rando? Yeah. Or, okay. and again, there's like, there's, there's the pure blood, like, right. pure, pure blood, and then there's like Hermione, both her parents are, are but can't, oh, So, so that's different than the Metachlorians, though, because that's passed between yeah. parents. So yeah. you have to be in the parentage? Hmm. Because, yeah, Hermione's parents are both muggles, uh, so I guess not. So it is like midichlorians. Yeah. So it can she's be passed kind of, down or it's random. Yeah. And you know what those, like, they're called mudbloods then, because that's, that's tainted yes. blood. Yeah. Yes, I understand that. Some of these, a lot of these things too, they're not necessarily criticisms. They're just yeah. questions. Oh, I gotcha. I'm, this is interesting to me, hearing it from, you know, rewatching right. this. Uh, <laughs> flashback to parents dying. WTF is Voldemort's problem. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell is he so pissed off? Um, the boating system seems highly inefficient. Of getting them to Hogwarts, there's like two kids in a boat. Maybe we could just get a little bit of a bigger boat and put a dozen of them on there? Nah, everybody's got their own. Uh, Draco Malfoy is a dollar store Joffrey. Um, <laughs> uh, let the feast begin with chicken wings. <laughs> the feast begins there's just this huge platter of chicken wings in front of him i thought that was funny uh there is nothing beyond alan rickman's uh, acting ability nothing yeah uh they keep creatures trapped in a ball for sport what purgatory shit is this (laughs) (laughs) uh that must have been the the, the, um the, the the flying around on brooms game Quidditch. Isn't, yeah, isn't one of the things is a creature in a ball? No, the the uh, the snitch. No, the other thing. Um, it's like um, moving by itself, wasn't it? Well, the the snitch has the wings, and then there's the uh, the bludger. Well, let's see. There's the bludger, the uh, finder, the keeper. Those are the, the the players. But yeah, the two balls are they they, they sh- like there's the two balls that can hit people that they right 
Yeah. They don't, they don't, I feel like one of them got shook and there was a creature moved inside mm-hmm. of it. Or I don't something. think so. Maybe, maybe I'm balls. talking about something else. Or, 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 I don't know. I didn't write it down. Okay. Uh, so Slyther- Slytherin is just all cheating bully assholes. Uh, <laughs> seems like we could avoid a lot of problems by just eliminating anyone that the hat puts in that house. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which I want to touch on that later then, the, the whole Slytherin thing. Oh, we'll be touching on a lot of everything. Okay. Half man, half horse is Scorpion King level bad CGI. Yeah, starting that's... to show its datedness. Yep, it is. And time. I'm going to address some of these things in the later movies. So just hang with some sure. of these criticisms because in the second half of this movie, then I, I was starting to get irritated. Uh, Hermione is a terrible kid actress in this movie. Terrible. We'll revisit that in the next movie, but. For now, in this movie, she's awful. Uh, these chess rules are so random. Why does Ron have to be on a piece while Hermione doesn't? Like, Ron had to literally ride a piece and be in danger while Hermione's just like, Oh, King of Seven Five, whatever. <laughs> I know. And he, the way it okay. was in the book. <laughs> okay. But it doesn't say why, or at least I did, I missed it. Um, <laughs> you'll be okay, Harry. You're a great wizard. Hmm. Yeah. Why? He hasn't done any great wizarding in this movie. Zero. He just kind of was there, along for the ride. Now he did. He did show little glimpses here and there, like he was able to pick up magic, like the like the broom, like when he was like up, and the broom, like boom, pops into his hand. There yeah, was... you're, but not enough for somebody to say you're a great wizard. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. This is this is see this is interesting because I'm like yeah that that totally makes sense. Now well, I'm curious. What did you said that you brought up Hermione? What do you think of uh, of Daniel Radcliffe's acting and? Uh, the other Rupert Ron Ron I didn't have as much Ron was a little bit overacting and that comes and goes with him kind of throughout the series it does yes but no I didn't have any problem with uh, them not too much she just is she's very (sighs) oh yeah well and every line is just forced just thrown relax but she you know kid actors Uh, Voldemort has a nose I was I did hmm okay don't know what that was going on, what's going on there, because I don't know the story behind everything. Yeah, That's gotcha. just the first movie. Uh, it occurs to me, I don't even know what the Sorcerer's Stone does. Oh, at the end? like At all. They, they, they talk about the Sorcerer's Stone, but what does it do? It brings you back to life. That was Voldemort's master plan in part one, is that to bring him back to life. Which okay. he was, at that point, just living off, spoiler alert, living off the back yeah. of the end. I, uh, oh, the, yeah, this ending, though, this was rubbish. Uh, now he has acid hands. Okay, what? Harry Potter touches the guy and he's just, his skin goes to acid and, and he dies. And I'm like, what, what, why? And then they explain. Oh, it was love. Okay, that makes sense. Not at all. And his skin was love. Alrighty. Hey, the boy who lived. And now an earwax jelly bean. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> uh, Harry is given a book with him and his parents. As a, It has a picture on it of him and his parents, right? Yeah. Well, in the picture, Harry's like a toddler. Yet he was given to the muggles as an infant. In the beginning of the movie, he's all swaddled and wrapped up as an infant that they give him. But then in the picture, he's like a toddler. 
I wonder if the only thing that I could think of that would explain that because that would that seems like a huge plot hole would be that it's uh, what what could have been maybe because it's magic you see so that's what could have been okay. that's the that's the, no, that's literally like other than that that's a huge plot hole if because you're right he was with the Dursleys the awful 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 Dursleys oh we're gonna talk more about them in a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but before we do that, we're going to get to the next round. Overall, the movie is kind of dated. It's kind of ham-fisted. It's kind of annoying in a lot, in some of those ways where I, I could not stand Hermione in this movie, dude. I could not stand her acting. Uh, but, and that unexplained stuff at the end, it, and, and the stuff with the thing with the jelly bean, it's like, we didn't need that. That added nothing to this movie that's already, all these movies are two and a half plus hours long. Mm-hmm. We could have maybe dropped that scene. There was nothing that we gained, no information whatsoever in that scene. What, what, uh, reminded me again, what was, what's the earwax thing? It was... Hold on a second, I gotta pull my notes back up here. Because I don't remember that. Was it just a, a funny... It, it was after uh, the head wizard explains to Harry, he goes, do you know what happened Because with your acid hands? He goes, no, what happened? Because literally all he did was touch that dude with his hands, and then he, the dude melted to ashes. He goes... It was love. It was your mother's love. It's in your skin. That was the explanation. I was like, what the hell? And then they're eating these jelly beans that taste like shitty things or something. And the head wizard takes one. He's like, I don't eat these because I got a bad one once or something. And he puts it in his mouth and goes, hmm, earwax. And they both go, ha, ha, ha. And the scene rolls on. Well, what? In real life, I mean, they actually sell Harry Potter jelly beans in real life. And they're... Those flavors, and I think that that was, I think, that was, I know what you're talking about now, that's kind of a joke, like, yes, the Harry Potter jelly beans, you get some shitty jelly beans when you buy the Harry Potter ones, because they, it's it's in the book. I get that, but it's yeah. just a reference to the book that comes out of nowhere when you're watching know, the movie yeah. and haven't read the books, just like, we didn't really need that, especially at the end of a thing that didn't make sense in the first place, in my opinion. Anyway. Uh, oh, I didn't hate the movie, but there are a couple of things that are irritating about it, like I said, and that's why it... It will, can put me off some of the other ones. But we'll get into those in a little bit. Before we do that, uh, let's go to the next round. Okay. And you're up first. Uh, first up for you is I Am Mother. This is a Netflix original, I believe. Uh, Rose Byrne is in it. Um, who else? Luke Hawker. Uh, okay, let's get on with the synopsis here. This is science fiction a uh, movie, hour and 53 minutes. A teenage girl is raised underground by a kindly robot mother designed to repopulate the earth following the extinction of mankind, but their unique bond is threatened when an inexplicable stranger arrives with alarming news. And I thought that... I watched the trailer for that. I thought that Hillary's... Yeah, I thought... Isn't Hillary Swank is in the... Yeah, okay, there she is, in the... Okay. So anyway, I watched the trailer. I thought it looked pretty good, uh, especially for Netflix. You just never know what you're going to get. Um, so there you go. That's first up. Now, this next one uh, is one that I watched within the last year, and I liked it so much that I really want you to watch this at some point at least. Uh, Bloodsucking Bastards, 2015. This is action, horror, comedy, and it is it's all of those perfectly. Hour and 26 minutes. Uh, down on his luck, cubicle worker and his slacker best friend discover their new boss is a vampire who is turning their co-workers into the undead. It is hilarious. It's so funny that I uh, numerous times would have to rewind it a little bit because I was missing the jokes. Because I was laughing at something that had just happened. 
there was one of the actors, he's got blonde hair. I think that he was, he was the one guy in Cabin Fever, I think. Oh, what's his name? Um, Joey Kern. You know who that is? Yeah. Yeah, sure enough, he was in Cabin Fever, Super Troopers. Or, <laughs> Super Troopers! Uh, Super Troopers. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, it's gory, it's hilarious, I, I loved it. Oh, actually, the main, the main guy was the stoner guy in, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Right. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, that is, in my opinion, that's your safe pick, because I, that was great. And last is a documentary, Abacus Small Enough to Jail, from 2016, hour and 28 minutes, a small financial institution called Abacus becomes the only company criminally indicted, uh, in the wake of the United States 2008, uh, mortgage crisis. And this looks fantastic. So, um, and maddening, I am sure. So, there you go. Those are your three. Okay, coming your way. Uh, The Central Park Five. This is on Hoopla. This new film from award-winning filmmaker Ken Burns tells the story of the five black and Latino teenagers from Harlem who are wrongly convicted of raping a white woman in New York City in Central Park in 1989. Uh, Ken Burns. It's two hours, so it's a little longer, but it's Ken Burns, so, you know, that'll be good. Uh, also on Hoopla, you got Avengement. This is the latest one from Scott Atkins. While released on furlough from prison, a lowly criminal evades his guards and returns to his old haunts to take revenge on the it's Scott Atkins. Yeah. Epic bloody battle. Search for the soul. You, you know the drill. And did you get your canopy figured out then? Yes, I did. Good to go. Okay. Remember, 95 minutes, everything is not what it seems in this riveting revenge thriller where a relentless man, Christopher Plummer, will stop at nothing to find and kill the Nazi officer who murdered his family 70 years earlier in World War II. Winner of the Vittorio Veneto Film Festival Award at Venice Film Festival, nominated for Best Canadian Feature Film at Toronto International Film Festival, Amanda Plummer, or Amanda Smith, Christopher Plummer, Kim Roberts, Martin Landau. Um, I think there's something good for you in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so, um, eh, Avengement, meh. <laughs> yeah, but it was a new Scott Atkins, yeah, so I thought um, your way. I think that I'm actually going to dive on that Central Park Five. I mean, Ken Burns, that he's the, uh, uh, Vietnam. Yep. Yeah, that's, I know it's two hours, but there's, that's a surefire, I'll probably be pissed off through most yeah. of it, but... I want to watch that. I'm going to watch that one too at some point, but just because I hear people talk about the Central Park Five all the time. Yeah. But I never know what it's about. Um, I'm going to take I Am Mother, but keep that blood sucking bastards coming my way. Okay. But I do want to check that sci fi flick out. Cool. All right. Okay. There you go. Next episode on the roulette, it will be I Am Mother up against the Central Park Five. Are you ready to talk about some Harry Potter? Well, yes. Um, so it sounds like the Sting won the uh, the roulette. <laughs> yes, I would say so. <laughs> okay, where are we? Harry Potter 2. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Which this one here is, uh, for many, considered the weakest one of the series, which I, I disagree. I think they mm. a lot of them continue to get better and better. Yeah, I... Well, we'll get into it. Uh... Here we go with the notes. Dobby is kind of like (laughs) two-year-olds. Shut up. Shut up. Quit making noise. Shut up. Ah! He was kind of annoying in the beginning of this. 
Uh, criminy, isn't there some sort of adoption system at Hogwarts? His relatives have to be violating some kind of codes. Definitely fire codes locking him in his room. Wait a minute. What year is this set? In the 50s? Why the hell do they want him to stay so bad if they absolutely hate his guts? Again, these guys, they suck. But here's where I started to wonder, when is this... When is this world set? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah, I do. And do I, I, I don't have the answer, because it, it does feel, like, especially the books, it feels, I don't want to say timeless, but it does feel yeah. like it's... I'm looking at the styles of clothes and yeah. the styles of cars and stuff. It's kind of generic. I wonder, maybe she did set it in uh, in the, what, she was the 90s, right, that she wrote those books. Yeah, I... But then later in later movies, they have newer cars. Yeah. I don't know. Just a few lines in, and Hermione is already way better in this film. I am Nigel Longbottom. <laughs> Why do they automatically assume Harry murdered a cat and wrote words in blood? Seems like something a fucking psychopath, like <laughs> Nazi poster boy would do. I'm talking about the Slytherin kid. Draco? Yeah, it sounds yeah. like... Why not Him? But no, here we go with cute little Harry. <laughs> the difference in CGI quality during the sports ball match between part one and part two is crazy. Drastically improved. Still looks a little green screeny, but is way better. And that's because of how it was shot. The first one was shot, look at them riding on their brooms, straight shot at them, whereas the other one's moving around and it's mm-hmm. more fluid, it feels more real. Uh, this is where we learn he can talk to snakes. Shouldn't he be in Slytherin, then? That seems a more snaky group. And they address that. They ad- I was going to say, that is addressed. Yep. Oh, the hat gave him a sword from SeaWorld. <laughs> <laughs> Did that sword look kind of chintzy? Because that's what that sword looks like. The sword I got at SeaWorld when I was six. Because <laughs> I was always throughout all of those... Mm, spoiler, I guess, but that sword shows up numerous times. I'm like... That's yeah. certainly not a Conan the Barbarian sword. That's just it's, it's, it's a really nice toy. <laughs> yeah, real sparkly, and look at my gems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Evil Dead's going to sue somebody. <laughs> That's the book. So Tom Riddle was Voldemort, or was he just trying to summon him? I wasn't real clear on that. Obviously, we get that hammered out later on. Uh, but at the time in this movie, I was like, I didn't quite see the yeah. connection there. It would be hilarious if the Phoenix tears were like alien blood and his arm melted off. (laughs) Oh, the notes that you take. (laughs) Holy shit, that bird is strong. (laughs) Because at the end, it's carrying all of them. Yes. flying. (laughs) The Phoenix? Yeah. Uh, Last note for this movie, Lucius Malfoy is such a pussy. Oh, I loved him. He's he's one of my favorite characters in that entire series. Just because Why? Of, but because of the actor. He's I Oh, at the end, it's fine. Yeah, but I mean, what a pussy. But I think mainly because like uh, he uh, he is perfectly cast. Like that is how I envisioned that character from the books. Uh, it perfectly which uh what's his name? A, uh he was in that Civil War movie with or not Civil War movie, Revolutionary War movie with oh. Mad Max. Um, I think he has two first names. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I'm. Um. Well, now we have to find out who. It, but uh, well, well, that that was all I had for Harry Potter too. Okay. Well, uh, wait. Did you? What did you think? Like the snake in the end? And no, vast improvement. The CGI on the snake was as is showing its age, but uh, the movie is. I enjoyed it. 
I was like, okay, this is not as aggressively irritating as the first one was. Okay, Harry Potter 3, The Prisoner of Azkaban. Again with this family. (laughs) (laughs) It's a miracle HP doesn't slaughter them all. I'm, I'm... I'm on a friendly basis now with him, so I just call him HP. HP, yeah. Well, and you know that he's uh, he's not allowed to to do magic outside of school, or he gets expelled. Well, yeah, you know the whole thing. Yeah. Dobby trying to kick him out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about time HP fucks off out of there. Fuck them all. I hope that kid eats glass and the ant explodes, and the dad has a slow, painful stroke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, Evil Dead gonna sue somebody. The book tries to eat HP. Uh, whoa, a face sucker? Question mark? Because that was the, what are the guards, or the floaty phantom things that just try to suck your face off. They don't really quite explain what that is. Oh, that's the, uh, the Dementors from the Right, Azkaban. I know that, but I mean, I know that, but I, what is it they're actually doing? They're sucking they your soul out. They're, yeah, <sighs> they're pretty much eventually turning you into, like, a, a comatose. Uh, HP needs some damn LASIK, because the glasses falling off his face is becoming a real problem. <laughs> Seriously with the face sucking. What the fuck is that exactly? Okay. Saved by mysterious glowy deer. Which is a uh, which is a Patronus. We'll get there. Interesting choice to add ticking clock in background after time travel. Adds anxiety to scenes. I liked that. I was saying that's a good thing. Uh, HP was the deer. What happened to the deer? Question mark. That's my last note for that one. Obviously that gets answered later. Yeah. But at the time watching it, it's like... Well, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Yet another thing. They don't explain. They just leave you... Uh, huh? That bu- that uh, movie there, Alfonso Cuaron directed that, and that was... That is so condensed versus what is actually in the book. But it, but I really like how... And that's the shortest runtime of all the movies, that one there. But basically, Alfonso Cuaron just basically took this the one story arc pretty much and just honed in on that. Like, that one there, Draco, is barely in that movie... Uh, he's in the book way more. There's so much more in the book, but I like that while they did kind of gut the book, it's still a really fast-paced, entertaining movie. Right. Yep, I agree. Uh, again, it was I liked it better than the previous one. Harry Potter 4 and the Goblet of Fire. WTF, Robert Pattinson? Hey! Um, next note is all caps. No, Potter nerds, Crom is not the best seeker in the world. He is the god of steel. <laughs> uh, yeah, at this point, I would be wary of new teachers. Yes. Yeah. Who is the new teacher in this one? Um, this wasn't uh, I'm, well, Lupin. Because Lupin turned out, yeah, Lupin was werewolf. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. is it? It's not the one. The woman dressed in pink. Oh, Dolores Umbridge. It's not her, is no, it? No, I think Dolores is in uh, Order of the Phoenix. No, uh, it was... Oh, it was... No, it was... It wasn't... Uh, 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 the guy that directed Thor, was it? The one that talk, talks a big game but doesn't really do anything. Kenneth Branagh? No, I think he yeah. was in uh, the second one. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll just get on it. Um, geez, Ron, is it that time of the month? Some friend you are. <laughs> oh, um, no, what an, he was such a raging asshole in this what? one. What? What the serious fuck is Ron's problem? Man, he's a little bitch in this movie. Alistair rules. Is that the new teacher? The guy with the crazy eye? Oh, yes! Anyone that stands up to those vile Malfoys rules. Some kind of 70s punk band breaks out. Again, what decade are these films based in? 
Uh, man, Ron is one moody emo bitch in the century. <laughs> uh, wait, how often... Did, okay, here we go. I got one for you. Answer me this. How often do they do these competitions? It would have it would have to be more than every couple years, right? That would mean some kids never even get the opportunity to try. If it were more often than that, everyone would be like, yeah, round one is dragons, then that mermaid thing. But instead, everyone has no clue what the challenges are. This implies the contest is more than uh, every couple decades? That's what I that's what I assumed that it's only every now and then. Okay. And my last note is holy shit does this third act turn fucking dark. Yes it does. I loved how it went from dancing stuff and teen tween stuff to okay, Dead now shit's going to get real. Yeah. yeah I'm wailing and moaning. Yeah. This is my wife's favorite uh favorite movie of the series. Is this one? Thoughts on Hermione in this one? Oh again, great. Fine. Yeah. Totally fine. Just that first movie was oh. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. How in the hell is it fair that HP gets expelled when he was defending himself against magic shit in the real world? Again, they automatically assume he's doing he's evil little shit. I don't know. Gee, I wonder if this sadistic cunt new teacher is bad. No practicing magic for safety, but I'll carve words in your hand. No, she's awful. She's like the most she's the most hated character in all of Harry Potter. This woman in pink is such a smug bitch, it's ruining my enjoyment of this movie. Uh, why is this janitor fuck so eager to help this pink cunt? <laughs> he does! He just jumps right up. He's like, yeah, let's get those stupid kids. Which I, w- I could address that uh, at some point if you want me to. Okay. Kind of skim this hall of mysteries. Uh, kind of skim this hall of mystery stuff. Why is it? I don't know what I'm trying to say there. Something with the Hall of Mystery. Why is it in London instead of Magic Land? Why can't everyone see the H.R. Geiger horse? Why can everyone see the H.R. Geiger horses now? Remember, they couldn't see him. They couldn't. Only Harry could see him. Yeah. And then they're like, I got a way for us to get to the Hall of Mystery stuff, uh, which apparently is in London. And so they jump on the horses and nobody even mentions that they can all see the invisible horses that they could never see before. Did they do that? Like, did I forget that? Because if you, you have to see death, you have to see someone killed, and then you right. can see these things. Right. He says, "Who's pulling? Hmm. Why is that horse pulling? Where'd they come from? Pulling the cart?" And they're like, "The cart has always pulled itself." But then later, when they got to go to this hall of mystery, they're like, "I don't know how to, we can get there." It, isn't it Luna? Yeah, Luna Lovegood. Yeah, they jump on the horses, and nobody says a word, and off they go. Unless they just know about them, and they're flying invisibly. I don't know. That's interesting. I didn't. Hmm. Unless they said figured it out, and I don't, I don't, I missed it. They threw a spell on him, and then they yeah. could see him. I don't know. Oh sure, the janitor fuck gets to keep his job. If I were HP, I'd take a giant shit in the hallway every day. <laughs> Clean that up, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate him. Oh, he's awful. I see. I don't hate him. I hate that woman in pink. Yeah, oh. Dolores Umbridge. And in the books, she's way worse. There's way more of that little toad in the book. She's always smiling and smug mm-hmm. and... Mm. Perfectly cast. That was a great casting choice. I hated her so bad in the movies. And that really encapsulated what was in the books. Uh, the, the janitor guy, he... In the books, it's explained a little bit more why he has so got so much contempt for the kids. Is that his family all knew magic. He did not. Yet he is kind of, 
he's kind of grandfathered in because his family knew magic. So he, I think that he's able to do in the books, he's able to do some magic, but it's with like, with the help of something or other. And there's a side story that they cut out of the movies with Harry getting like him being punished or him being somewhere in, in this janitor's office. And he sees some, I forget how it is now, but anyway, it's, it's discovered that he, uh, he's, that's why he's so such an asshole. But having said that, he shouldn't be the janitor there because he's a complete raging asshole and that he's, yeah. you know, but whatever. Well, that movie was my second, like the first one was my least favorite. That was my second least favorite yeah, because this, of her. Yeah, this is my... And because the whole thing was just politics and they're spinning their wheels about yeah. how they're going to run the school and you don't get to practice magic or something. Yeah, this was my least favorite one of the entire bunch. And the book is way over long. Like the book, they cut tons out of the book. And even then it's like the book, that was a slog. I mean, it was still good, but there was too much. And Harry was a little bit more emo in this one, if you remember. Like, he was... Uh, yeah, which there, it was his turn to be a bitch. Yeah, but I think it was just because there's there's more friction with him. Like, Voldemort is becoming stronger, and it makes him more... His scar hurts Mel a little bit more. Yeah. And, but uh, that, yeah, that was a hard... Like, to me, if they would have done it right, they would have made that into two movies because the book is so damn long. But and it would have fleshed things out a little bit more, but... That's probably my least favorite movie of the bunch. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Kind of out of character for HP to be eavesdropping like that. I, I thought. The way he did in the train in the beginning. Oh, and with then, the Slytherin. Yeah, and then he, like, kicks him in the face. I thought he killed him. Oh, yeah, I mean, Draco... <laughs> he just punched him right square in the face. Sheesh. Uh, this film has a different tone than the others. For the first time, I actually feel like they are students. Ron and HP horsing around feels like real best friends. I thought it had a more natural feel to it. Uh, have we ever really learned about Hermione's parents? I don't recall ever seeing them, except maybe the first movie dropping her off at the train station. But I don't recall hearing anything about them. And lastly, whoa, it's like an army of underwater Smeagol golems. Oh, are we getting now? We're getting into the uh, Horcruxes, correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. I love that and scene. Ugh. It's uh, last one. Dumbledore dead. I think it was meant to be a question mark, as in I was still kind of iffy on it. Wait a minute, Half Blood Prince. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I enjoy I, that. Few notes because I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Yeah, that, that was, was really. I good. thought that was a great movie. The here's where uh, At, I want one more thing real quick. I uh, part four where they yeah here I thought I had seen more of these movies, but part four was the last one that I watched. Oh, okay. So that was the Wizarding so for, Tournament was the last one you watched. Okay. I just remember them at that weird place at the end. Uh, the hall of mystery or whatever the hell it was with the shelves and yeah. lots of lights and then they're whipping around and then the other guy that I loved so much in the movie in the series thus far Seriously he gets black? gets killed and I was like damn it yeah. I just remember being so frustrated by that and there was still some stuff I was so confused on I was like that was where I was done so it's all been first watches since that now do you, what do you think of uh, of Bellatrix Lestrange I I loved her character I thought she was such a great villain Bellatrix Lestrange who's that that was Sirius Black's sister he, she's the one that kills Sirius Black oh what's her yeah, name that's, that's Tim Burton's uh, oh, what's her? oh yeah okay 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 yeah she's fine 
Um, we'll, we'll get, and we'll talk about uh, characters when okay. we're all done with this here. I want to, cause I want to see who you like and who okay. you don't. And uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows part one. I may be wrong, but is this the first time we see Hermione's mom and dad? Yes. And that was dark shit there too. Yeah. She was deleting herself. For, oh, crazy. There's an alternate movie here where a couple is asked about their grown daughter practicing dark arts and they laugh saying we never had any children. <laughs> Is that the Hermione thing? <laughs> yeah. We don't have any kids. What are you talking about? Then they start looking at pictures and notice, why is there always a space between the two uh-huh. of us? <laughs> but that was dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hagrid motorcycle chase, hysterically awesome. <laughs> that big dude riding on that goofy motorcycle and just flying around. That was great. Umbrella wand. <laughs> yep. It was awesome. Uh, so much for the alternate wand idea, Captain No-Nos. Oh, yeah. I start... Talking smack to Voldemort here. <laughs> Captain <laughs> No-Nos. He took somebody else's wand and then it blew up on him or something. Okay, I want a damned Illuminator. Oh, the cunt in pink is back. Great! <laughs> uh, really? Propaganda with the title Mudbloods? I'm starting to think this society of wizards is so easily swayed from year to year, it's ridiculous. I mean, one new minister and everybody is decked out in Gestapo cleaning out the unclean bloodlines? That shit escalated insanely fast. <laughs> yeah, like one summer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? You're right. Buy me the latest issue of Mudbloods. Like, wouldn't that be a racial slur, kind yeah, of? Yeah, it is. I think it's just because Voldemort is... It's He's so evil and so powerful that... Yeah. Hmm, now camping. We're sure taking our time spinning wheels when there's like five more horcruxes to find. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the book was even more so. What is this awkward dance shit? You both have other partners. Awkward! And not uh, in the book. Hmm. It was weird. Uh, WTF, the magic glowing woods deer is back. Is that future Harry again? Uh, the animated bit of the three brothers is Oscar-worthy short film animation. So good. Yep. They took they took Luna. Okay, now I'm pissed. Top three characters. I love Luna a lot. She was great. The way that she talks, the way that she acts, the way that char- uh, that actress handled that character, I loved it. From the get-go, I was in love with her. Uh, right at the highest emotional point, when Dobby dies, and it's just a pause of quiet... My dog farted. No. <laughs> right then. I, I, huh. uh, so there's that. I've probably ruined that moment for you and every listener forever. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we come to Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. I'm going to start off with predictions. I believe Snape was ordered to kill Dumbledore by Dumbledore. I believe he did so to save Draco's soul. I also think Draco will come around in this ep. Uh, I believe Snape is a double-double agent on Team HP. We will see. Voldemort, on seeing the school ready to fight, says they never learn. Hmm. Didn't you die last time, Chodenocker? <laughs> that would make you the one who doesn't learn, dum-dum. <laughs> uh, old No-Face is having real problems with his twigs, ain't he? It happens with age, I'm told, Govna. Get you some blue pills. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this battle wasn't at night, so you could see it a little bit better. Yeah, not so brave now that your cruxes are getting fucked, eh, prick? What a pussy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
hey MCU, this is why you have to take you have to off a couple people that we care about now and then. Tragedy gives weight. Seeing the loss in the survivors' eyes makes the audience care more. And it does, man. That movie every time it's like, oh damn, you actually killed some characters for real. Yeah, Snape called it. <laughs> Ha, it would be really funny if uh, Voldyfuck's own people turned on him. I thought they were, some of them were going to. I really wish HP would have said something to express how the audience feels. Like, hey, fuckface, I'm gonna shove your face in so much shit. <laughs> it will become such a part of your DNA that even your mother's cunt will smell of it. <laughs> wow. I'm so angry at this point because I hate him so much and everybody's just like, let's fight him. It's like... It's unnatural. Somebody say something. But they're proper British, you see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter is dead. We can officially kill off the Slytherin line now, correct? That That's my comment. They're all cheering that, that one of their students is gone. <laughs> so therefore they should... <laughs> we, that, they're done, right? They all joined up as soon as he showed up. Uh... Not my daughter, you bitch. That was About awesome. fucking time, somebody calls somebody a bitch-ass fuckwat. <laughs> <laughs> my man, Neville. <laughs> and wasn't thing. he great? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Janitor sweeping dust into the rubble. Now I understand him. This guy is a living NPC. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what an NPC yes, is? Yes, I do. <laughs> Nice. He's just standing there at the end, just sweeping right into the rubble. Like, what are you even doing? Uh, so what the hell does HP do in the real world? Like, he has a regular job and shit. He looks like he manages a Kroger's. <laughs> uh, wow, so David Yates did, like, the last four in a row? Yeah. Wow. And then he did the Fantastic Beasts movies. Yeah, I didn't get that far, but I watched a hell of a lot of Harry Potter. That's all I did for a week straight. Oh, that's so was great. was come home and watch Harry Potter movies. And I'm glad I did. I, I Am I on the Potter nerd train like you are, and I'm going to read all the books and do all the, No, but I'll watch these movies again. I'll pick them up sometime. Uh, but, uh, and I'm glad I rewatched them. Most of them were pretty good. There were only two that I outright, oh, annoyed me. And that was one in four. Uh, there you go. Wow, that's great. So, uh, and you, going back to Draco, he's one of my favorite characters. I th he's another one that I think was perfectly cast, and I do like where his character arc finally went. That Did he come around in the end, then? I, I think kind of. I mean, in the books, it's that's very, very similar to the book, to where it's like, they, they're good with each other. They're okay. Like, he's still a Slytherin. He still has that temperament, but they're cool. I mean, he's Harry saved his life. Um, yeah. And you saw that, as you said, like he didn't want to do what he was asked to do in the, the, those final movies. Um, yeah. And even his parents, I think his parents both knew this is this is some bullshit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just you know, uh, spoiled kid that in the end, you know, he eventually kind of turns kind. Of, I don't want to say good, but just. Probably not uh, as... They didn't really have an interaction, but then he was standing on that platform at the end of the movie, wasn't he? Yes, as he was. As a parent. Yeah. Well, and you did see that uh, that Draco's mom, you know, she she was the she saw that Harry was still alive, and she was, you know, when... You know, remind when, me. Remind me. Uh, okay, well, so Draco's mom was like, is, is my boy okay, or something like that? And, you know, Harry shook his head yes. 
when she when everybody thought that Harry was dead, and then she's like, "Yep, he's he's gone." And hmm. and then so basically, she knew she was one of the reasons why. Surprise! No, he's not dead. He's alive, and because she, she could have spoiled that little. Okay, okay. I'll have. To, I mean, I'll be watching it again, but I, yeah. that was only my first time seeing it. Yeah, but uh, Alan Rickman. There's so many great characters in the movie, and especially watching like literally all of these kids growing up before your eyes, the same actors all the way through, and getting especially like the main three, especially Hermione and uh, and Harry. Those two are really really good actors, I think. Especially Hermione. Hermione is she's great, I think. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Just not in that first movie. Yeah, but uh, most of it was good. The only—I mean, I already said the stuff that I kind of had problems with was one uh, for, for a lot of reasons. Four because of that woman and the, the plot, where I feel like we didn't really advance the yeah. overall arc uh, that, and that much. And the camping in that one movie. You yeah. guys got five more of these to find. I mean, they literally only found, what, one or two? I know. And then, uh, and then they had to go find five in the next yeah. one. Which which those all just happened, like, like, so close together towards the end. It's like, oh, it's also Snake. It's the book. And, like, boom, boom, boom. And we have to go yeah. to the... So those last, I, f- few, I feel they, like we could have lost the camping and maybe spread out the treasure hunting yeah. part of it. I agree. More, and the books, but, oh, trust me, dude, the books, like, let's go. It's back to more camping. So they really cut a lot of that back in the movies. Uh, oh, and when that one uh, movie where Ron's just a bitch. Yeah. He was just mad at Harry the whole movie and Harry didn't do anything. Yeah. It, that's teens, you know. That's yeah, yeah. I guess. But uh, I, those are beloved movies for me. I just, I, there's so much that I love about those movies. Uh, even the first one, but I would say that the fourth one is my least favorite upon rewatch. It's because you're right, especially towards the end when the quote unquote the big reveal is, which is that there's like what you both of the guys, Harry and Voldemort, can't both live. So that's the reveal. That's kind of it. Yeah, it's like shocking. Like, so, all right, well, yeah, that's kind of, we kind of already knew that, that one of them's going to have to die eventually. And it's not going to be Harry. It's not going to be or Harry. So if it is, it'll be both of them. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. It, um, oh, there was well, Oh, we we're going to talk about favorite characters. Yes, uh, I like the, the, the one guy with the squirrely eye. He was one of my favorite, the teacher. Yes. He has to wear that eye thing. What's his name? I can't remember his name. But I really liked him because he doesn't put up with any shit from those damn Malfoys. Um, like I already said, Luna. What did you think about uh, the character arc of uh, Dobby and kind of how he? Because that was man. Every time I watch that, like I cannot believe I'm starting to get a little bit choked up here over freaking Dobby. But I do. Yeah, it, he's real annoying in the, in the one movie, but he, he wraps up really well. I, I really liked too how they snuck the sock thing through the book. And yes, that was awesome. That, that was great. Uh, anything, anything to stick it to a Malfoy. I'm happy. Oh, <laughs> just flip him the bird. That's what I want to do. Um, okay. Well, then, uh, anything to wrap up on this? We gotta move on. Yeah. Um, I I'm glad that you watched them all, even if you didn't love them like I do. Just that now you have an opinion on like the entire series as a whole, and you know, even if you never watch Fantastic Beasts, which the first one's quite good, the second one, eh, something's off about it. I'm not sure, eh, but. I will watch those. Yeah. Uh, but that, they're great. I, I still think that Voldemort is one of the best evil, unrepentant villains in cinema. He's such an, he's such an evil, but with not a, not a lick of good in him. And the books are even more so. That's another thing is in the books, 
a lot more uh, descriptions about the Horcruxes and, and what they're meant for. And then the um, when Dumbledore does his, here's another memory, Harry, stick your face in the water, and here's another memory of Tom Riddle, way more of that, of his backstory in the books of, like, him slowly turning more and more and more and more evil and just, he's a mudblood himself. And that's, that's what infuriates, you know, he's much like Hitler. He wasn't of the Aryan race. Well, Voldemort is, he's from a mudblood family. Like his, I think it was his dad, his mom was a witch, but his dad was a muggle. So there you go. It's like, and he wants this pure race. There's a lot of, I think there's a lot of, Nazi stuff going on with the oh clearly yeah so and Trump stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> um, next time you're gonna go on a Harry Potter tear, listen back to this segment before you do. That way, this uh, everything I've said is fresh in your mind. Then you can look for it. Yeah. Very very okay. curious about those uh, those skeleton horses though. I, I'm I'm because that is interesting. No one else can see those things except Harry and Luna and they all hop on those things. So Ron and Hermione hop on those things too? I believe so. Yeah, they had a couple of them and they fly off to the Huh. All right. And nobody says boo about it. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Recently watched. And can you can talk for a while, please. <laughs> okay. Hey, I got my vinegar syndrome order when I got back from Florida and my wife just looked at the box and she's like, huh, what's in there? I'm like, oh, honey, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Stuff I'm going to sell. Stuff, I, yeah. And I, I actually, yeah, stuff I literally am going to sell. <laughs> I watched some of the stuff and it's stuff. It's fecal. Uh, where do we start? Um, dear God, where do we start? Uh, I'm just looking through my list here. Savage Harbor. Let's move eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Savage Har- Harbor starring Sylvester Stallone's non-actor brother, uh, Frank Stallone. Uh, you may know him from such movies as... Hudson Hawk. Hud- there, okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> he was in that movie, and uh, he was awful. Oh, oof. This one here. My lord. <laughs> this one... This is limited to 2,000 copies, and you can only buy this movie direct from Vinegar Syndrome on their site. Um, so you're, they have 1,999 left? They do. So, hey, get yours now, folks. <laughs> it comes in a really, really awesome, and I'm being serious here, a really awesome slipcover. They are like they are the kings of the slipcover in the slipcover Blu-ray world. It's like, it's like this thick, thick, thick cardboard, and it's beautiful. For the Savage Harbor movie. And then, you know, you slide the Blu-ray out and then you find out that it's, it's like, it's melted down shit pressed into the, what looks like a Blu-ray disc. And then <laughs> you put it in the player and it plays shit for an hour and 25 minutes. Hey, it's, hey, it's stupid. I mean, uh, do, do I have to get into the storyline? Joe is Frank Stallone's name and he hooks up with this ex-hooker and then the pimp comes and kidnaps her and gets her hooked on heroin again and then she gets hit by a bus and then he gets revenge and then in the end he falls in love with another hooker and they make avocado jokes roll credits bah, bah. avocado jokes why why the fuck avocado jokes like numerous <laughs> avocado like where did the avocado jokes come from because oh, he's, a, he's a dock worker so I'm in my mind I'm like someone in the movie making world thought you know what he's a dock worker 
if we talk about avocados, that will circle back to, that's a callback to his dock working job because avocados, that's the only thing I can think of other than they were just fucking with me. Like, that movie was made years ago to fuck with future Eugene because it, it's nothing, <laughs> nothing. Oh, and it's like, who? It was some inside joke with the filmmakers and they thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, okay, next up, Night Beast. This is another Vinegar Syndrome movie. Now, this is, um, you can actually buy this from other, like, this isn't strictly limited to Vinegar Syndrome site. Night Beast from director Don Doler. He also made Fiend and a couple other movies that I, I own. Uh, yeah. just, just out there, just blah, 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 blah. Keep going. <laughs> Alright. Um, well, shit, he's leaving. I don't want to, I want, I want him to hear my Night Beast or a review, so I'm gonna hold off on that. Uh, so I guess while he's gone, um, I rewatched Bad Taste. Um, that's hilarious with Peter Jackson and drinking Chuck and blowing up sheep and slipping on brains and eating brains and ripping heads off and fat alien creature things flipping off. Uh, it's awesome. Awesome. This is bad taste is just, it's brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. But let's finish up the review of Night Beast. Okay, uh, hour and 20 minutes, uh, translation, four hours, of a creature from outer space crash landing in a small town and killing people. Um, I mean, dear God, this took forever to get nowhere fast. Uh, people. You're still on Night Beast? Yeah, I actually, I quickly review, I talked about, I watched Bad Taste again and I talked about that briefly. So, okay. um, but Night Beast, uh, it's a guy in rubber suit. It's amazing how this probably had the same budget as Bad Taste, and Bad Taste is just awesome and incredible, and this is just, just shit. Oh, and I should have known because, you know, the Vinegar Syndrome logo comes up. I'm like, here we go. Okay. And then that logo goes away and, I'm like, fuck me, trauma. Like, great. It's one of their, it's one of the trauma movies that they didn't make themselves, but they bought for, you know, two nickels and a dime. Yeah, it's a guy in a rubber suit that walks around and zaps people with a laser gun. Um, uh, what else? Uh, it's nothing. It's, it's just, it's, it's, you'd think that that would actually be kind of good in a low budget sort of way. And there's a little bit of lo-fi gore that's kind of cool, but oh my lord, it takes forever. And there's this one guy that just keeps beating up on a, a woman. Like, what? I guess this is filler. Why? And I think, does she like the, Chief of, or the police guy, or, I don't know, lots of, lots of curly 70s hair, and, oh, god, I hated this movie, like, just, get, why don't they all just start fucking and turn this into a porno? Then, now we got something, but without, without, you know, dicks and vaginas, this is literally, this is just a porno without the porn. It's, <laughs> good. Oh, man, it was just, now, I will say, in the very beginning, like, the special effects were, like, you know, Toys hanging on strings flying through outer space and, you know, a, a, a plastic planet. Those were laughably bad good. Like, I'm like, ah, that's hilarious. And I'm like, what, what if? What if? This might be one of those so bad they're good. But after watching so many people walking around the woods, oh, it's like, do something. Anyway, Night Beast. Did I give it zero? Uh, Night Beast. One star. No shit. Yeah. Wow. 
So it got twice as many points as Rim of the World. What did I give Rim of the World? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, this was half this was exactly one half better than that. And I, I would stand by that review. This was definitely more entertaining than that. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> um, okay. Well, let's, since we've got a theme going, I guess I'll keep it going. Return to Newcomb High, Part 1. This is on eh, Hoopla or Canopy. And I watched it. It was the first time watching it, uh, rewatching it since yep. the, we saw it in the theater when it premiered in Cleveland with Lloyd. <sighs> it doesn't take long, about 10 uh. minutes. And I'm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's what trauma movies are like. We make. We make dick and vagina jokes, and everybody's kind of a weird, bad actor on purpose or something. Uh-huh. But now shot on Squeaky Clean HD video. Yeah, yeah. Everything feels it. kind of slimy and gross and pervy. <laughs> everything's real pervy. And uh, things happen that don't make sense. They, eat, they get some sludge in their tacos or something, and then... People start going crazy and turning into maybe zombies or something. I don't know. And then one one lesbian meets another lesbian, and then they go out a kill rampage. One has giant huge duck. Is there a duck? What? Isn't there a duck in the movie or something? Or there yeah, something there's like... this duck that keeps getting it shoved down the throat of the one girl, and then she has to get help to get it out. And huh. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, the one girl. They've gone to kill Rampage, and she has her breasts blow up giant, huge, huge, I mean, like, double Z huge. Oh, I remember that part. And the other lesbian grows a gigantic pecker, like, five feet I remember long, that part, too. And they kill a bunch of people, kind of. And then they wake up, and they're like, did you have crazy dreams? Yeah, me too. It's like, return to Newcomb High, part one, woo! There you go. What a strange, weird movie. Is, that, is the second half ever coming out, or... It's available to stream off of Troma's site if you're willing to pay the rental fee. Uh, yeah, me neither. I'm like, I'll wait for free or 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 twenty dollar Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious where exactly he was planning on going with this directionless movie, but uh, well, I guess eventually one of us will see, and um, we can finally find the gripping conclusion. Uh huh. You know, a a porno without the sex is a good description of Lloyd Kaufman movies, but they usually have a sex scene or two in them, Mm -hmm. and they're not good. They're very weird and gross and gooey. Yeah, they're gross. Mm -hmm. Half the time somebody dies during one, and there's usually some (laughs) green sludge involved, or a penis melting off, or... Tits exploding. Yeah, Yeah, I know what you mean. All right. But if you haven't seen any trauma movies, uh, you should check them out, because they're fucking weird. Uh, okay, back to you. Um, One more round for you, and we'll wrap it up. Okay. Um, oh, Murder Weapon. i got to talk about Murder Weapon. Uh, this is the um, directed by David Decodier, also known as Ellen Cabot. I mean, so it's like... So he chose a woman's name for, as his uh, alias director name in this one, for some reason. But anyway, regardless... Uh, murder weapon. Two daughters of mobsters get out of the sanitarium after having killed a boyfriend in the shower, supposedly cured and on the right track. They hold a party and invite their old boyfriends. And by old boyfriends, I think all of the guys has fucked them at some point or another. Uh, Lin- Linnea Quigley is in this, so yay! And also, 
I was watching this. I'm like, holy shit. Is that Mr. Eric Freeman, a.k.a. Ricky from Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2? Yes, it is. There is a god. He is in more than Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. <laughs> and I'm happy to report that he actually, he doesn't overact like he does in Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. I'm like, oh, he actually is acting like a normal bad bad actor type from, from this era. Um, this is a thing. Oh, my lord. I'm there. At first, I'm like, it's a Vinegar Syndrome movie, by the way. At first, I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this without fast-forwarding it, because it's just these, you know, big hair ladies talking to shrinks for, like, ten minutes at a time about prison life. Oh, nothing, nothing. And then they get to the house because they were released, and then shit gets real. Now, now we get into the late-night Skinamax smut, and then every now and then, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess, uh, like the guys are getting killed off. And I mean, every time one of the guys gets killed off, it is like insanely gory, which is kind of, it comes out of nowhere because the movie looks so incredibly cheap. Like this is, this is probably a $20,000 movie. Like it's one of those. And then we're just going to smash this guy's head till it's flat. <laughs> and I just, I appreciate, I really, really appreciate that. Um, Linia Quigley is naked a lot in this movie, as is the no other... Way. Yeah, I know, surprise. Um, Karen Russell, I guess, is the other lady. But Eric Freeman, he's got big, bulging, ripped muscles in this, too. And um, Anyway, it turns out that Linnea Quigley is... Spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, she's the, the... This kind of turns into a slasher movie. But she turns out to be the killer, and then she gets her face burned off for some stupid reason. And ah, it, it was... Wonderfully bad. This is the type of Vinegar Syndrome movie that I like. It's a get drunk and laugh and have fun with, I guess. But uh, that got a thumbs up. Barely, but it got a thumbs up. Um, uh, let's see here. I I mean, what do you want me to review? I got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, I got, do that, because I got it on my list, too. Okay. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, holy shit. Wow. This is a great movie. Um, my wife, this is the second time that she watched it. Uh, she watched, I watched it in Florida. Um, I loved it. And this is one that I actually watched on the TV and the volume was al- almost down to nothing. But I, I, even then I still loved the movie. Uh, this is incredible. Like I, it, is there any other movie that is like with that animation style? Because that is really unique to me, that style. And towards the end, you were right. I, I don't know how they did it. Like the colors and all that crazy shit going on. I'm like, what? How, this is incredible. How did they do this? It's fantastic. I, I don't know. I, I rewatched <laughs> it because uh, um, we got it on Vudu, And I, I was just as blown away as I was when I saw it in the theater. I loved it. it it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It's a living cartoon. And... That, uh, what's up danger scene is still, Oof. that scene is so good at the end when he goes, woo, he's, you know, the words follow him up. Oh my God. It's so yeah. damn good. It is. And now the first, the first, it took me a little bit to get into it. The first 20, 25 minutes, I'm like, ah, okay, but, uh, okay, this is different. And then when you start, and, jo- and my wife actually said, she was like, there was a certain point in the movie where you start to figure out what's going on. She's like, and then it gets really good. And she was right. And I, there was a, a point where I'm like, okay, I, especially with the uncle. And I'm like, now we're getting somewhere. And then, man, that last hour was just badass. Yep. Even for animation, it was, 
some of the chase scenes and stuff where the uncle was after him. Spoiler, I guess, uh, or after Spider-Man. It, it, it's it, the, everybody moves so fast and so frantic. It's like, how do you make, how do you do that? How do you animate that? So it just, it flows that way. It is mind bending. And then, yeah, the end with all the colors, it, it you about feel like your eyeballs are bulging out of their head. I know, but it, it made me care about miles Morales. I never really read any of those books, but I don't, didn't really care about the other dimensions or multiverse and all that stuff. But <laughs> You can go ahead and keep making those movies, please. And as I think it did well enough and was popular enough that maybe they'll do another Miles story. Why not? Make another yeah. animated one like that. But that, that was the same guys that did the Lego movie, I think. Yeah. Well, was it? I think so. Were they the ones that got shit canned on solo? Yep. Lord and Miller. Okay. That was a Lord and Miller thing. Yeah. I don't know if, I guess I could look it up, but eh. <laughs> yeah. So good. That big, big thumbs up. I, I think that it would be a bit much for my youngest, uh, but Lucas, see, I want him to, I want him to watch that. Now this yeah. time it's going to be in the theater room. Yes, definitely, definitely in the theater. I can't wait. And that's actually one that I wouldn't mind watching fairly quickly again. Like it was that good. It's not one where I'm like, oh, I should wait another year or whatever. That's, that was good. Sweet. All right, uh, let's do coming soon and wrap up. Okay. Um, I finished up Satan's Slave this morning. I'll review that next episode. Um, that title is great. Uh, I also watched Leprechaun Origins. That's one that I will be reviewing later. Black Mirror Season 5. Have you watched this I yet? haven't, but I'll get on top of that. Okay. Cause I want to save, I want to save that for when you watch that season. And by season, I use that term very loosely because it's three episodes of an hour each. I'm like, uh, that's, that's maybe season 4.5. That's barely a season. They had a whole season that was one episode. Yes, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Lust in the Dust, that's something. Uh, Penitentiary 1 and 2. Oh, let's see here. Oh, have you ever heard of a movie Slaughter of the Innocents? No. Glenn, Scott Glenn is in it. This was uh, 1993. This was one of those. No, don't grant it. I I saw this one time back in the I think the VHS days. Um, this is after Silence of the Lambs hit it big, and I think that this is kind of one of those thrillers. Like it's not a horror movie. It's but it's kind of a horror movie, but trying to be more of a thriller, kind of like Silence of the Lambs. Right. J- James Glickenhaus directed it. Which <laughs> Gesundheit. <laughs> He directed The Exterminator, I think. Um, yeah, he did. And, oh shit, that's about it. Okay, never mind. I thought that he was a... Okay. Um, uh, so anyway, that's something that might be good. I'll be watching that. Uh, what other Vinegar Syndrome goodies do I have? Uh, Lucifer's Women? Uh, something about a 70s biker gang chasing down a group of women in the desert or something. What the hell is it called? Uh, the cover looked good. Hey, uh, something that doesn't mean much. Yep, the uh, biker gang and wow, what's nah? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's yeah. Um, I've got a bunch of VHSs coming soon. I bought a couple more handfuls from the last week or two. Uh, have you ever seen The Mission with Robert De Niro? Yes, I did. That's a good movie. Okay, well that's. 
that's high on the stack for me. That's because I've never... I always knew that cover, but I never got around to watching it. Oh, that armed response, and that other one that you got me. Action, 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 from the 80s. Fantastic. A Passage to India was made by the guy that made Lawrence in Arabia, I believe. I want to check that one that's out. A, that's a, is that a bit of a newer movie? No, it's VHS. David Lean know, film. But, it is but, I mean, that's not like one of those 1950s movies, is it? Or is it? Trying to find the year here. 1985. 163 okay. minutes, Judas. Ooh. Ouch. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's one of those cool RCA Columbia releases that I like so much, though. And he's not oh, there's the title. Trip, Trip with the Teacher. That's the movie I was trying to think of. Oh, and also A Woman's Torment. I'm going to watch that. Uh, powder. I got Powder. You mean... You're talking about Powder like... Uh, Jeepers Creepers director, Powder? I think, yeah. Oof. I watched that once in the theater, and that was too much. Have fun. Uh, what? I used to like that. I mean, it's questionable liking it now, because I haven't seen it in years, yeah. but I've watched that movie several times. I liked it. Really? Yeah. Powder? Is that the bald guy? Yeah, he's, something? yeah. Keeps getting hit by, like, by lightning or something. I kind of remember it being very schmaltzy and trying to make you cry. I, I don't know. I, I I haven't seen it in years, so who knows? But that's high on the stack to watch, too. That's a that's a controversial one there with Victor Salva as the director. Yeah, well, I don't... I wasn't going around tracking down his movies because I'm a super fan. I just remember liking that I movie, know. so... Yeah. yeah, I like the Jeepers Creepers movies, so there you go. Uh, I got The Jerk. Good movie. That's a really good movie. Hell yeah, it is. I haven't watched it in a while. Okay, that's going to be it. For this episode... Oh, we didn't talk about Iron Eagle. We'll have to talk about Iron Eagle sometime. Okay, I'll try and... Well, I <laughs> I got Iron Eagle Part 2, but my Iron Eagle's on Laserdisc, and I'm not going to break that up. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I know that Iron Eagle 2 is on Amazon, but I'm like, nope, nope. I'm good. I got too much other shit to watch. I <laughs> did you watch Iron Eagle too? No, but I have it. <laughs> okay, I have it. Well, you my... watch it on VHS, and if it's good, I'll watch it on Amazon, and then we will. I doubt it. The first one's not good. People, no, like it's not that movie, but it's <laughs> awful. Yeah, I rewatching it. I'm like, well, shit. Well, we'll save that review for later. <laughs> okay, uh, man, I gotta go. All right, see ya. Bye. for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.